Welcome to the Marketing Wellness Podcast with Roxanne Ray and Mandy Summers. This is our first episode of a three-part series covering the 123 model, aka 10. We're so excited to present this to you because we presented this at a live event a little over three weeks ago. And we thought it would be great to bring it into this podcast in case you missed that event or even if you were at that event so that you could revisit these uh, lessons that we covered in here. So we also want to invite you to visit our Marketing Wellness with AI community and become a part of that by checking the show notes. You can find the link and become a part of that amazing community. So let's jump right into the 123 model, aka 10. Roxanne, do you want to tee us up? Yeah, absolutely. So this model, Mandy and I pretty much run our businesses based on this model. Now, it's going to be a little more high level, but I think it really lays the foundation for people to understand exactly what marketing is, especially in the online space. So let's break down 10. T-E-N. There's the acronyms or there's words that go with each letter. And so the first letter we're just going to talk about today, and that is traffic. Now, I know a lot of people get confused or especially if they're new to the online space and online marketing where traffic, what do you mean by traffic? Like on the street? <laughs> and no, not necessarily. It's traffic. So if you think about, yes, there's traffic on the street. Those are groups of people going in different directions and going different places. So that's exactly what we're hap what's happening online is we have traffic. We have people who are finding you, watching your videos, looking at your website, doing different things and engaging with you. And that is what we're going to talk about today is traffic online, people online and how to capture that attention. And so when we presented this at our live event, we broke this down into two types of traffic. Now, there's also sub levels to this, but the two types of traffic we want to focus on is organic traffic. So if you've been in the online space any number of time or any length of time, you, you've heard of that before, right? Organic traffic. And then there's paid traffic. And so we're going to talk about the two of those. And Mandy, why don't you start us out with organic traffic? Because I think you've mastered organic traffic. I love this one. <laughs> well, so, and it's really fun that we do this together because you've mastered paid traffic, which I'm just starting to get into. Um, when I jumped into the online space years ago, three or four years, three or four years ago, I really wanted to pivot my business from being an in-person business where I was traveling the world and I was having to be physically at a location to teach and to share my product to online. So I could be right here in my home. So I jumped into the number one platform, I believe, which is online, which is YouTube. And let me tell you why. So I want you to think about your online experience. And for me, I wanted a platform that people go to to learn in because my product that I was sharing is something that you actually have to learn how to use. It's not just like, a, oh, I bought it off the shelf and I put this lipstick on and it was awesome. It, there needed to be education that went with that. So when you're when you're wanting to create content online and you want it to be organic, you have to become really good at, first of all, reverse engineering the pain points. And second, doing the research. What are people actually searching? Because a lot of times we create content that we're like, oh, this is going to be such a great content piece. And it's really just the way we would say it. 
not necessarily the way that's being searched online. And so when you're looking and thinking about, okay, I want to bring organic traffic in. That means it's just organically coming in. You're not paying for it. The content you're creating is bringing in those people that are looking for your product. That's what I wanted. I, I was tired of like chasing people down, trying to convince them to purchase my product. I wanted to bring them in with, with their pain points, with their questions, with their concerns. They were actively looking for my product. That's the type of people I want to bring into my business. And that's why organic Yes, right? To their problem, their pain A hundred percent. And so this is one reason why organic traffic is my favorite because we bring in, we're literally calling in the people that are resonating with our voice. So do you want to talk about paid traffic? Yeah, absolutely. But before we do that, I just want to dive in a little deeper into this organic traffic because I know you've mastered it on YouTube. And just for our listeners, I'm really curious why you initially chose YouTube, if you could share that with us, versus other platforms out there. A hundred percent. So I want you to think about what you open up a platform for. So for instance, if I want to be entertained and kind of like not have to think, I open up TikTok or Instagram and I just mindlessly scroll And I send tons of messages to you and my sisters and my husband and we laugh and it's, it's great entertainment. And so if you want to create content that's actually like monetized and bringing in viewers, those actually might be like bringing in viewers that are wanting to be entertained, I should say, because we want to bring viewers into all of our, our things. Um, That actually might be a good, a good organic uh, platform, either one of those for you to start with. Facebook, I feel like we go into Facebook to see what other people are doing in their lives, right? Like it's a little bit different than Instagram or TikTok where you're just getting these these short reels. We go in there to catch up and it's not necessarily, I feel like Facebook is trying to pivot into the business world. They're actually doing a lot better than they were a year ago. They've made a lot of great changes to events and Facebook pages um, and even with monetizing our content, it it was really hard before. And now I feel like they're very, they're incentivizing monetizing content. Um, but where do we go to learn? Anytime I buy something from Ikea and I cannot figure out how to put it together, I go to YouTube. <laughs> Anytime there's something broken in my house and I'm like, okay, how do I fix this before I call the plumber or before I call the sprinkler guy? Like I go to YouTube And that's where I look for content where I want to be educated. Now, in YouTube, the content that we create, it actually gets my number one video right now. I created three years ago. So I want you to think about that as a listener. Like, do you want to be on a platform where every day you're coming up with content that's pretty much irrelevant, like five days later? It's And the reason why is because it's not as search-friendly as these other platforms, right? Like, so when you look at YouTube, YouTube is owned by the number one search engine on the planet, Google. And YouTube is actually the second most used search engine on the planet. So if you want to be searchable, findable, if you want to to provide those solutions 
YouTube is the place to be. It's optimized. You use keywords everywhere to go in and find what are the long tail keywords that people are searching for in my niche. This is why I say there is 100% enough room for all of us online. You know, a lot of times people will say when when I first got started and they wanted me to teach you, they're like, well, are, are you sure you can share? Because I don't want to, you know, jump into your domain. And I'm like, okay, why is it that I could build my business with 50 other people in my hometown that had 30,000 people? But online, YouTube has over 2 billion users right. on a monthly basis. Like, there's unlimited possibilities online. Like, that's just what it is. And especially when you tap into that organic traffic where you're learning how to find exactly what they're searching for. So when you opt in to building on YouTube, and this is like, this was the question that you asked is why did you choose or what platform and why did you choose it? I wanted a platform where my content would live forever. And that was YouTube. That was, that was YouTube. And it was, it's magic because like I said, you can produce one piece of content that lives on and is searchable for years. And that's, I didn't want to spend my time creating like a one and done. I wanted to spend my time creating content that had longevity. Yes, I love that. And I want to speak to that just for a moment because I'm sure there's people here listening or watching who are thinking, oh my gosh, YouTube, that's like so much work. There's so much to be done, right? Totally. I know you've, <laughs> you've encountered that. But before we get into that, I want people to recognize too that TikTok is trying to compete with YouTube. And so I know you mentioned where you make the content and then it's like dead and you have to keep making new content every day. And I think a lot of people think that TikTok is very similar. But what I've noticed is videos on TikTok can go what are called viral, meaning they just come back up into the, the news feed after, you know, a week or two. But it's not, it's still not like YouTube. Like you just mentioned, you have a yeah. video that you created three years ago that is still getting views today because it's searchable. And I think that's the key thing here is people understanding that it's really a search engine. It's not like social media in terms of like scrolling a feed. It's a search engine. People are going there specific to ask a question and to learn what the answer is. And that's the biggest difference with YouTube. Yeah. And you really want to decide on your business, like what what are you wanting? Like, what type of organic traffic are you wanting to come in? And I'm glad you brought up TikTok because YouTube actually jumped into the TikTok space. Theirs are called shorts. So when you're on YouTube, if you go into the short section, those are essentially TikToks, reels. Um, when they jumped into the the reels space, the TikTok space, the shorts space, it's 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 crazy that they're all called three different things. They're all the same. Um, within the first month, they had the most views of any platform on that short form video. Wow. So it just shows us that YouTube is king and or queen, however you want to view it. And our, it, it's even crazier because we sit here and we produce like on Instagram or on TikTok, these, these, you know, seven to 60 second to sometimes three minute reels. Um, or shorts or, you know, TikToks. And on YouTube, you can create one long form video. In fact, 
if you're listening, I want you to go to our YouTube channel and it's uh, youtube.com forward slash marketing wellness podcast. And I want you to check our shorts section because these podcasts get cut into shorts. And this is something that's unique for YouTube. So you can go into your long form content that you've already created and you can click and you do this in the phone. You can click remix and it will remix a 15 or 60 second clip of whatever video you've created. And then if people so then as people are scrolling and they're watching those shorts, they then can click on that and it will take them exactly to your long form video, which is not done on any other platform. This is why YouTube is such a powerful search engine, because they're all about how to get people to binge watch your content. That's really what it's about. They they encourage you to lead them to the next thing with in screens and cards. They want people to become raving fans on your platform, on your page. And so this this whole aspect of it just builds in that organic space where it whatever I do on YouTube is way more effective than anything I'm doing on these other platforms. And it's bringing in the right type of people. I will tell you, I've tested the short form and the long form on YouTube. The short form does not bring in the same leads or even this close to the same amount of leads that the long form does. I get my quality leads from long form video. So those are my thoughts on that. <laughs> no, that that's that actually brings up another point that I want to make sure people understand when we're talking about traffic. What what we're really saying is how do you bring people to you so that they're ready to buy? Right. I mean, we're talking yes. from like beginning to end. So it's not just a matter of getting views on your video or getting engagement. It's it's to lead them somewhere that that leading them somewhere. We're going to talk more about because that's this the three part series here. But essentially is to get them to a sale. And there's some stuff in between that we'll talk about on our next uh, episodes. But yeah, that is where we're trying to take them right to, to a sale. So what right. we're talking about well, is the quality of the person. Are they going to buy? Yes. And and one thing that like, because we're going to segue into paid and I, I want to, I've done both paid and organic. And I want to show you a little bit of the difference between the two. When I get leads off of YouTube, people, and I call them and I'm like, hey, thanks for downloading my guide. Uh, is there anything I can do to help guide you on your journey? People are like, wait, are you're like actually calling me? Like I've watched all of your videos. I am a huge fan. Like, and to, I remember the very first time somebody said that to me and I was like, wow, apparently I think I had like 2000 subscribers. I was like, well, apparently I've made it because like <laughs> I'm sitting here in my yoga pants and like the no makeup and this girl like thinks we're best friends. Right. I love that aspect that by the time we connect with them, when they've interacted with our organic traffic, they feel like we're besties. Yep. They they know us very well because they've been binging our content, which is what YouTube wants them to do, right? Versus paid content where they come in and now it's time for you to spend that time warming them up. So should we talk about paid content a little? Yes, yes, yes. Because I know a lot of people are interested in paid content, maybe have tried to do paid. What I mean by paid content is doing Facebook ads or Instagram ads. 
or YouTube ads or Google ads, right? And I will say that is actually how Mandy and I met was she came to me to learn how to do paid ads on these different channels. And I have been doing this now for almost eight years online. So I've managed millions and millions of dollars in ad spend across all the platforms. And I can say with confidence that paid ads do work, but there's a very specific strategy you have to employ to make them work in your favor. And it kind of goes along with what we're talking about here, right? Mandy talked about organic traffic and that you put your contact content out there. People search for it. They find it. They consume it. They're being nurtured as they're consuming her content. So by the time that she engages with them or they engage with her, there's already a relationship there, right? With paid content or paid advertising, there's no relationship. They have simply raised their hand and said, oh, I'm interested in what you're advertising. Tell me more. But there's no relationship. Like there's no loyalty. They don't know you. There's no trust. I'm sure you've heard of the no like and trust factor. You have to build that. And that's the activity you have to take on after they come in as a lead from a paid ad. But here's the really cool thing about paid ads. If you have mastered and or even started organic traffic and you tested your offers, meaning you tested what you would advertise in an organic fashion and it works, right? So the lead magnets that Mandy uses on her YouTube channel, they work. So then she can take those now and put them into paid advertising, targeting a very specific audience that people she knows will convert because of the same type of people who are already converting organically. She just puts ad spend on it. And now she is scaling. You've heard this. How do you scale your business? This is how you grow exponentially. Because with organic, it takes time. We all know, especially when you're starting out, it's like, man, I'm making all this content like nobody's coming. And it's just like a slow, 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 slow uphill ascent. Well, once you've, like I said, you know that these things work organically. You want to go straight up the mountain versus like all around to, you know, swirling around to get to the top. You just want to go straight up. You want to take the escalator straight up, putting paid spend behind that, but on the specific channel. So let's just talk about the different channels. Like Mandy has mentioned with organic, Facebook, people go there to catch up with each other. They also go there for the Facebook groups. So there's like-minded communities on Facebook. And so there are people actively scrolling on Facebook. And if you've noticed in your newsfeed on Facebook that a lot of times the groups show up in the newsfeed. So people, like they're, like you said, Mandy, they're coming there and Facebook's doing a really good job of trying to keep people on Facebook. And so Facebook ads still work. I've heard people say, oh, Facebook ads don't work anymore. They still work because there's still people there who are your target audience, right? It's all about making sure that you put the right thing in front of them that's going to make them convert. Right. And, And I feel like the power in Facebook ads has been in the groups, which you cannot run ads to your Facebook groups. No. But that's where the community is. And so part of building out your funnel, your paid ad, uh, your paid traffic funnel is always get them into a Facebook group. Because even though my leads are coming in through YouTube, the communities on Facebook, I believe are the best. So it's like, there is a, there's a place for everything, right? Like absolutely. I use Instagram for a reason. I use Facebook for a reason. And I use YouTube for a reason. Yes. Yes. And you know, as we're talking, Mandy, I realize there is a lot of jargon that we're saying 
And I have a feeling there's some people are like, what are they even talking about? You said convert, traffic, funnel, <laughs> before. And I feel like we probably need to do an episode for those who are like, what does all this mean? And just like break down yeah. uh, some of this jargon. So just know we'll we'll come back and we'll we'll make sure to define this for you. But definitely just try to listen for those who are like, you're losing me. And just recognize we are sharing with you real life experience from seasoned marketing professionals to help you close the gap in terms of learning, right? I, we don't want you to spend years and years trying to learn this stuff like we did. You can start now and skip all the trial and error that we went through. And the other thing too, I just want to speak to real fast when we're talking about traffic is that in marketing, you always have to stay ahead of the curve. I always think of like surfers and they're surfing the wave and they're at the front of the wave, right? There, that's where you have the great, like, I don't know, I don't know surfing terms, but I'm sure it's like there's some tar- kind of term for you caught the wave and you're having like a really good run, right? <laughs> and by huh. then at some point that wave overtakes the surfer and then they go down and they have to catch another wave. This is where you want to be in marketing. You want to be at the front of the wave. Because that is where you're having, you're getting all the leads, you're getting all the sales, you're having the best. Like you can see these people who they seem to come out of nowhere. Like how do they have like all this, these viral videos? Because they're catching the waves just right. But if you're the surfers that are like trying to catch the wave and you keep missing and keep missing, you are essentially using tactics and strategies that have been in this essence worn out, right? They're, everyone's doing them so they no longer work. And that's really kind of, I would say, one of the purposes behind our podcast here is to bring you these things so you can be at the front of these waves so that when you're doing these tactics and strategies that we're sharing with you, they work for you now. But recognize at some point, and I've kind of seen this cyclical uh, activity happening where about every six months, there's a shift and there's like a new strategy or a new way of doing things that you've already done, but in a different way that catches the attention because it's all about getting the attention. That's what marketing is all about is getting attention. Well, and I, you know, I love the fact that we have options. When I first got started and I had, I was hiring you to help me to learn how to do the paid side of things because I was starting online and maybe I actually not maybe I didn't have the organic traffic coming in at the rate that I wanted it to. So I utilized paid traffic to front load my contacts so that I could work my business the way that I wanted it to. And I didn't wait the six months to a year for everything to really snowball on my YouTube channel. So, you know, as you think through your traffic source, as we kind of wrap up this episode of it's part one, it's the T in the 10, um, I want you to, to leave this episode thinking what are the ways that I'm bringing traffic into to, you know, visibility to my business? And you can think of it as like, what are the ways people are driving to my store? Like we don't have brick and mortar stores online, right? But when we say traffic, we want to attract people to come and look, look at our business, look at what we're doing, um, fill out the forms and buy the product. And so what are the ways that you're, you're doing that? Think through Am I a business that needs to educate? Am I a business that really just needs to grab attention? Because the marketing for that is a little different than if you're educating, right? That's going to be like, you got to hook them in. You got to start with some suspense. 
And then you wrap up, you know, the video and you keep them there thinking like, what are they showing me? Oh, it's this really cool pair of pants or something like that, right? Like there's different ways to bring the traffic in. And what ways are you going to use? Because both paid and organic are, there's value in both of them, right? When you focus on that organic, especially in YouTube, that will live on. It will have longevity for years. When you focus on paid, now suddenly you have people that you can work in your business while you're working on the organic. Yeah. I I just want to say from my personal experience and my observation, and I come with a very analytical mind, I recognize patterns really quickly. This is my personal recommendation for anyone who's either getting started online or who's even been online for a while on how to get traffic. I would absolutely do it the way that Mandy did it. You want to start building your organic funnels, your organic lane of traffic, if you will. But no, if you want to grow quickly at the same time that you're doing your organic activities, also be doing paid advertising so you can get people in the door, the, the virtual door, if you will, and have those eyeballs, right? Those people to engage with. So now you have paid advertising going, you have people coming in, your organic methods are starting to take off. You can switch over to solely organic at some point and then sporadically do paid advertising when you want a spike or a surge of people into your business. That would be my recommendation for anyone online. I love it. And I just have this visual of a highway, right? We've got the slow lane, which would be organic. It's building. You can move over, you know, lane to lane until you get into the fast lane, which could be paid and organic once your organic has started coming. And then there's always the carpool lane. And that's when you've really figured it out. And now you've got your paid, you've got your organic. And you can really just coast along while everybody else is learning, you know, all these different techniques. So we are so thankful that you spent time with us today on this podcast. We hope that you tune in for part two and three, where we finish the the one, two, three model, aka 10, and we continue on and, and hopefully give you some value that you can apply to your business. Thank you again for listening. If you found this episode valuable, we just ask that you like, share, and follow us on a couple of our platforms. We're on YouTube at Marketing Wellness Podcast. We also have an Instagram account at Marketing Wellness Podcast. And if you want to join our community, Marketing Wellness with AI, definitely check out in the show notes the link to that. Uh, It's all about replacing an assistant, really compressing how much time it takes to run your business, especially online. And we just teach you how to do that month after month. So thanks again and have a wonderful day.